Social Media Serenity, episode number 20. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. And this week, of course, we are going to bring you the latest and greatest in all that is social networking. And we're excited about a very particular application that will revolutionize the way that you interact with these social networks. If you decide to check it out, and it it might work for you. I I like it. (laughs) (laughs) It may not revolutionize everything, but come on. I mean, it it sounded good for the intro anyway. Eric, man. What's up? You've built it up, man. Now we got to deliver. We have. Well, I don't have to deliver anything. Hootsuite's got to do it, my friend. It it has to deliver, but I think it will. So it's delivered for me and me as well. I'll say that I wasn't sold at first, but now I am. Well, I'm going to start things off if you don't mind uh, by reading an email from one of our listeners. This comes in from Jeremy. He's also known as Fleegon on Twitter. P H L E G O N. Great friend of mine, by the way, here in our local area in Cincinnati, northern Kentucky. Anyway, he writes and says, hey, Cliff and Eric, I've heard you mention numerous times how much you'd like to see threaded conversations in Twitter. Did you know that some applications do a fair job of this already? In Tweety for Mac, if you double click a tweet, you can see the chain of replies leading to it. Uh, So long as they use the, you know, the reply buttons were used when the tweets were posted. Uh, tweet duck, uh, takes this, a uh, tweet deck takes this a step further by also showing at replies that came after the tweet you selected in the timeline. This may not show every pl- reply to a single tweet, but you can at least view a conversation quickly and easily. For reference, I've attached a screenshot, t- uh, from Tweety from the Mac, uh, wherein Wayne Henderson and Eric and I dis- uh, d- uh, discussed nasal irrigation. <laughs> what oh yeah we were going wayne yesterday was saying man how long do you wait till you go to the doctor and i said well depends on if you you know how long it's taken you to beat the he's basically got sinus issue and i said you know hey have you tried the the neti pot thing have you heard about that cliff no i haven't the neti pot okay basically long story short it's a little pot you put some iodized salt in there some warm water you pour it through one nostril and it comes out the other and it cleans out your sinuses sweet sounds disgusting but it works Uh, very cool so anyway that's not social media but (laughs) i was talking to wayne and jeremy yesterday on twitter about this so Mm -hmm. well you know the thing is though is is it is social media because the you know if you were all of a sudden if i was following you and let's just say i wasn't following wayne um well then all of a sudden i'm sitting here listening or watching you talk about nasal irrigation what's this all about and so being able to see the threaded conversation makes a lot of sense. So it's very much yeah. social media related. Uh, and uh, by the way, Jeremy, absolutely. I know that many of these applications do have threaded applications or threaded uh, conversations as best that they can. Um, but no, that's not what I uh, have been mentioning. I, I, I know that those are out there, but what I want is native Twitter support for threaded conversations so that I could have a permalink to a particular status update and then see the 65, you know, threaded uh, bits of conversation going back and forth on that one thing. I mean, like on Facebook, like on Facebook, like on Plurk, 
Um, and and those those two sites have threaded conversations nailed, and Twitter does not. And so that 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 really still irks me. In fact, I love lists. Oh my gosh, lists have revolutionized the way that I use. Everything's revolutionizing everything this week. I'm easy, yes. I'm easily excited. Although after all the podcast people listen to, I think they probably know that by now. But anyway, lists have been awesome. But I'm I'm just concerned. Why you know? Or we're not concerned. But I'm just wondering why lists before threaded conversations. I don't know. I don't. Do they know? I guess that's my question: Is does Twitter know that this is something that their their uh, users really want? Well, the good news is if they don't know it already, which they have to. By the way, that, I mean, how can yeah. they not? But uh, if they don't, they're going to find out really quick. And I believe that there is no doubt in my mind. I believe that there's no doubt in my mind. I'm certain that there is no doubt in my mind that that it will be coming. And this is why. And this is what I do love about Twitter is rather than throwing in a bunch of options and a bunch of functionalities, they have always kept their service basic simple to the point and have only added functionality when they've seen a proven track record of people using their service in a certain way such as at replies you know the the at, now that we, and if i was to put True. eric j fisher they made it so that you know when i when somebody clicks on that it takes them to your profile so that was a fu- they 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 saw the trend they saw that this was something that was catching on they found that everybody wanted it and boom they hashtags. added it hashtags hashtags yeah. were the next all of thing that. you know and 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 they saw that we all want, we all wanted to be able to search things on search.twitter.com so that what they do or or actually it was surmise.com so they went and bought it you know and and they mm-hmm. and they in- integrated it into their service and then um, retweets retweets were added and then of course you know and and i'm actually kind of glad that they gave me lists before well no i i think they're equal well, the, in my mind. i believe the lists thing was has even even the existing twitter applications that are out there did not have lists but they had the ability to create your own column and manually make that stuff up but um as far as lists go, I think that's their first true, real, you know, new add-on. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, yeah, it is. You're you're right, but it's still it, it's still functionality. It's yeah. not necessary. Yeah, you're right. The list is the first real addition to the code. Um, but I don't know. I think there might be something else that we're missing. But we're probably it, fi- not thinking of something. But somebody will tell us. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that they're they're adding things that they see that we're using. And here's the and here's what's great about jeremy's feedback is that have you noticed that these applications are building in threads in fact there there are websites out there that you can go to to track those we talked about those recently in previous episodes of social media serenity so the fact that everybody's trying to incorporate a method of threaded conversations that tells me that twitter should know by now and it should be clearly uh, it should be crystal clear to them that the next bit of functionality that they add is threaded conversations. Oh yeah, definitely. So it's coming. It's I, the I, next thing. It, yeah, I would. You, I, I didn't you heard to, it here first. I, I think it's going to be the next thing. I think so. So anyway, we are going to talk about an application in just a few moments. 
Uh, so you want to stick around for the entire episode of this because we're going to talk about Hoot Sweet. And boy, is Hoot Sweet sweet. It's a it's hoot. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. I uh, said it. Exactly. So anyway, you definitely do not want to skip any, you know, you, you just want to stick stick around. But before we go in and tell you what Hoot Tweet is, why we're so excited about it, uh, Eric's got some uh, great links and stories here uh, and, and things that we want to talk about. So where do you want to begin? All right. Well, uh, to be honest, if we just go in order, it's going to add a real flow and a conversation and context to the Hoot Suite review basically so excellent so let's just do that start us off my friend all right well speaking of twitter lists they've added that you can now give lists descriptions so you can type a little summary of what the list is about not just by so you don't have to make a list with a huge title like at eric j fisher slash people i like to follow because they say certain funny things you know i can just say funny people and then in the description i can write more of a description about who those people are right so i you, so, could, you could even make it uh twitter.com slash eric j fisher slash is it list or no, yeah. no no it's just actually just the name of just, the list just so the name of the list slash eric j fisher slash fny right so you can keep the url short url as short as possible so for those of us who have a profile on um twitter what this means is is if you have a profile if you go to twitter.com slash gspn you're going to see a little bit of a bio on who this guy cliff ravenscraft is and so it's kind of giving a bio as to what this list is and it's it's pretty it's pretty neat little uh addition i mean something that just makes sense and i'm glad that they added it oh yeah quick little ad and it definitely adds functionality so right. uh, speaking of lists real quick i'd like to just say that I have found myself making a large number of lists. However, if you go to twitter.com slash gspn, you'll notice that there aren't a lot of lists showing there. And can I just say, I am so thankful to Twitter for giving us private lists. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it has been amazing. Like, for example, I have created a list called Clients. So, and, and of course, I don't want to publicize, you know, who all of my clients are, but I definitely want to be able to take the people who I have helped create podcasts, who most of whom I've introduced to Twitter for the very first time. I love that I can just in one column uh, follow a list, which we'll talk about how I do it, uh, but follow a list of just my clients. And all I see is just a list of tweets that my clients are putting online and it's really a great way to to drive home a connection and a relationship to the next level uh with my clients keeping up to date with them and and corresponding with them over and above you know let's just say you know somebody that lives down the street from me that i see every now and then i met at a meetup you know right very cool. So anyway, yeah. just wanted to point that out. So if you guys haven't created a, a private list yet, think of think of some reasons why you might want to do that and uh, start generating those and just make sure that you hide it and, and uh, add people away. All right, go yeah. ahead. Next, you threw in a tip about if you found yourself on somebody else's Twitter list that you don't think is appropriate for you. Yes, I did. I found this. I can't remember where I found this uh, as far as who who had this a link to it, but it is an article from Technica Vida, Social Media Advice, uh, and that's Technica, Technica 
vita.org. Anyway, how to remove yourself from other people's Twitter list. And the problem is, and, and you know, you add functionality and there are always some really stupid people out there. Um, you know, people I'd like to, uh, let's just say hook up with, uh, only they use more profane terms that are very derogatory. Right. And, and, and you know what? We'll just call them spammers. Exactly. And, and so they're, they're creating very, um, questionable lists and then they're putting people on them and it's like you know if you're i don't want to be on a list that that might be you know i, I don't know uh i don't know you, you know what i'm saying yeah you yeah. just don't want to be on the list so how do you get off of it um there the article talks about it and just so you know it's not easy there's in fact um twitter i hope will build some functionality to keep people so you that you can actually say block this list or block me from this list so i'll never be able to be added to this person to any list that this person ever creates you know i i think that that functionality needs to be there but uh how it works right now it's kind of tricky but uh this is what you uh do if you block someone then unblock the twitter i um then unblock the twitterer uh, who uses the list it'll remove you from the list so let's just say let's just say eric put me on a list that says people who are full of hot air and i did <laughs> which is appropriate i would say but anyway that's my private list <laughs> is that the private one <laughs> but anyway if publicly you are actually displaying me on a list of people you hate or something like that and i don't want to be on that list then what i can do eric is i can go in and i can block you and then I and that will take me off of your list. Yes. And then I can unblock you, and I can still follow you. But to be honest with you, I, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. um, the, You know, if you put me on a list that is that bad or or re- even worse, uh, then I just block you and just keep it that way. So that is one way to do it. But you know, there are some gray areas. Somebody might put you on a list that you you know it's it's not really that bad. And you still like the person, you still want to follow them, but you don't really want to say, hey, do you mind taking me off your list of, you know, X, Y, Z? So so what you can do is you can block that person. It takes you immediately off the list and then follow them again. Yeah. And, unblock and then or block and then unblock and then you're off the list only. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the, the problem with the only problem with blocking people is that they can't keep up to date with what you're doing but again if it i mean if it's a heinous crime such as you know some of the some of the really bad lists that that we talked about earlier then yeah but but if it's just something that i don't want to be listed on i i I wish i just had the option instead of having to unfollow you and follow you back and you get an email saying hey gspn's following you now you know it's just a little wonky and i'd like to say you know hey block me from any of this person's lists I don't, we need to do an experiment because I'm not sure that if if I put you on a list and then you blocked me and then unblocked me, it's going to do anything in terms of notificating. Notificating. That's I love word. that notificating. Noti- yes. Well, th- that could be the title of the show. But anyway, um, <laughs> well, any, here, here's in, what anything in <laughs> here's what we're going to do. I'm going to twitter.com right now. So Twitter. Uh, yeah, I can't type twitter.com slash or well, I just don't need to do anything. And I am going to create a list and um, choo, 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 new list. Uh, people who talk a lot. And then I'm going to make it public. And now I am going to go to twitter.com slash Eric J. Fisher. 
Uh, Eric J. Fisher. And I am adding you to this list. All right. Oh, then you're going to be off all my lists. But that's all right. Not a big deal. People who talk a lot. All right. So now go ahead and block me, Eric. And I will uh, go back to my lists. Let me go back in here. All righty. And uh, I'm going to pause the recording here for just a moment. And we'll come back and let you know what happened. All right, so you so you just blocked me, and it has taken you off of this list of people who talk a lot. N- and now, what were you going to say? You have to follow me again, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing: I was wanting to get off your list, and so bl- by blocking you, I did, and then I unblocked you. But now it still has me. It now has me as not following you. Right. So you would never know that I stopped following you. And you'd still be following me, but I would then have to click follow again, which I'm doing right now. Wait, wait, wait before and, you hit follow again. Oh, I did it. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was going to say, am I still on? Am I still on your list now that I've been blocked? I want mm. probably not. That probably not. But that's another. Yeah, that's a whole other yeah. thing. We'll we'll let somebody else uh, call us in and tell us whether or not that works. But uh, so now I'm going to go to Eric J. Fisher and see if I'm still following you. Uh, which no, it, it matter of fact, it it made me unfollow you. Oh, and okay. So, so, it, so now it severs the connection. Severs completely. the connection completely. So now I'm following you again, and now I'm going to add you to my private list. So, by the way, you are on my VIP list, and you are on my plus member list, which nice. that's a public one. And uh, that yeah, those are the two two uh, lists that I have. So, so yeah, so it does work, but the problem is, is that there, you know, there's, it severs the tie, you know, so you, if now I can no longer, when I, when you block me, I'm no longer following you, even if you unblock me again. So it's, it's kind of like you just lost a follower. Which, whichever, it doesn't matter which side blocks, it's that both sides then stop following. Yeah. So, so, so there's still a little bit to be worked out there. Little but bit again, to be like you out. like you said, if if they're going to put me on a list that I don't like to be on, chances are it's going to be bad enough that I'm just going to keep I'm going to block them wholeheartedly and leave it alone. Yeah, but but that, not all I, the time. No, I no, I agree with that. But, but there's but for a the most part that may happen. I don't yeah, know. Th- I think I think there is a possibility that you'll be put onto a list that you just like because here's the deal. I found myself doing this. I if I go to matter of fact, I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to go to Eric J Fisher. And I'm pulling up your profile. And so now if all of a sudden somebody mentions you in a tweet and I want to decide, is this somebody I want to follow? Here's what I'm doing. So I am actually, Twitter is over capacity. We have broken Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So here we go. It says, Eric Fisher, Marion, Indiana, uh, killing my ego to be a better podcaster, videographer, father, husband, disciple, in reverse order. All right. So basically, um, I, I see that. And it's like I can see a link to your We're Both Right show and, and stuff. It's like, wow, well, let me see what other people think about Eric Fisher. So I'm actually going to click where it says you're listed on 18 lists. And, right. and now here's what I can see about Eric. Um, well, he's a plus member of GSPN. Um, he, he's listed under podcast, fellow podcasters, lost uh gspn uh it people he's funny you're on a you're on a funny people list yeah uh podcasters podcasting gspn 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 and podcasts so so 
all of a sudden and by the way oh my gosh what an awesome thing this is can i just say what an awesome thing this is um of course i'm gonna say it anyway uh this is really cool for me and my brand because yeah because here's what i've done through my podcasting is i have i have connected our community members the people who listen to gspn.tv and interact in our community I've done my best over the last four years to connect people to each other. And so a lot of people in the GSPN community have created lists called GSPN. And so anytime somebody comes to Eric Fisher's uh, uh, page, his bio, and they click to see the list that he's on, dude, you're on, I've got GSPN listed more times than podcaster. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. So anyway, I, I can I just say, folks, I love lists. Me too. I like. I, I like I, it lists. took me a while. It took me a while, and actually, one of the people that sold it on me was uh, Daniel Raymond Noodle, Ramen Noodle. Sorry, and uh, he said he created a private list of all the people that he wanted to make sure he never missed a tweet from. And I thought that is my first list, my first real list I'm going to use to death. Yeah. So I went and did it, and it that's, works great. That's, so that's the one I call VIP. Yeah. Yo, VIP. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> anyway, all right. So what's next on our list? Uh, we, gosh, all right. A little tangent there, but uh, it, you know, the getting off the bad list—it's not as easy as is what it should be. Moving everybody, on. everybody should be getting off the naughty list this time of year. There we go. All right. So LinkedIn is opening up its platform. It's going to start allowing for people to start using it. Uh, basically, what it means is they're going to allow outside applications to use LinkedIn's data. Um, so that's the whole API thing, basically. Okay, great. Yeah. So, so, so it's really good news for LinkedIn. LinkedIn is just hitting it out of the box every week here for net, you know, it's just awesome. It is awesome um, to see the. I mean, LinkedIn, folks. If you, of course, for those of you who are on the free feed and you're not a GSPN.TV Plus member, why not? Seriously, I mean, come on. No, <laughs> ser- <laughs> just kidding. Actually, no, I'm not. Uh, but anyway, um, w- what we, what I want to say though is that um, last week we we upgraded um, the status of LinkedIn. We said, you know, we've talked about the fact that if you're going to be on a social network, you pretty much have to be on Twitter. You have to be on Facebook. Uh, it's just some, those are two places you have to be. And we've upgraded LinkedIn to say it's a third place you have to be. Yeah. It's one of the top three. Exactly. It's now going to have more applications using it because of its API. And what's great is that we've seen applications now allow that, like, for example, TweetDeck and Seismic before it. Yeah. To where you can actually access your LinkedIn and Twitter and all that. I mean, the the news a couple weeks ago was LinkedIn allowed Twitter to integrate into its site so that you could do LinkedIn updates from Twitter and vice versa. And uh, that just has kind of snowballed into we're seeing that those main three are being cross-platformed into some of these, you know, external applications such as Seismic Desktop and TweetDeck. So it's there. Absolutely. And it's very cool. In fact, uh, we are going to talk about another application in just a minute that does take advantage of that. But before we do that, uh, let's talk about uh, Tweety 2.1 is out. So yes, uh, it has Twitter lists in it. It has Twitter lists. I've used them. It's awesome. And 
I, I, I got to say, other than using the phone on my iPhone and maybe a little bit of poker, which we've still not met up at the same time. I know. I keep inviting you, my friend. Trying, and I keep inviting you. But, you know, hey, at least if we're both not losing all our money, we can play eventually. That's right. But uh, the other application on my iPhone that I use is Tweety probably the most. And so Tweety 2.1 came out, and this is an update to Tweety 2. It's got um, Twitter lists. In, integrated into it, which is works great. Uh, that's why I created my fir- first list. Finally, um, what else does it have? It's got so, it's got the retweet, the new retweet, official retweet uh, version in there. Good, and so you can do that. Um, when you hit the official retweet, which I've never done, by the way, I'm still doing a, my own hand coded retweets. Um, does it is it does it automatically post or do you, do you still get the option to adjust the message a little bit in on this t- i like, think you have to set it to setting and i think it's not a per use setting i think it's a overall setting and you have to switch it back and forth so so if but if i like let's just say if i'm on twitter.com which by the way why don't i see the retweet functionality oh there it is so if i actually click on retweet on somebody here oh queen amy amy's not having a good day she says she's very peed off so we're praying for you amy uh hang in there uh anyway um if i was to click the retweet button what happens i believe it just does the automatic new retweet from if you're on the site itself the twitter site yeah but does it post it automatically or do i still get the chance to adjust like can i put a little like a little appending message at the end append a message at the end and then hit update um like if i hit reply it it starts you know with you know at such and such and then finish your message and click reply yeah well, i'm here, not very sure all right well let's, let me let's, let's, let's do another yeah, another live test right here. I'm test going in to, the lab. I'm going to go to Eric J. Fisher right now. And uh, at GSP and I are talking all things social media, especially Hootsuite. Come listen live now. So I'm going to click retweet. And it says retweet to your followers. And there's yes or an X. And so if I do that, no, it did not give it me doesn't. a... So. It doesn't. No, it was, that's it, that was a plain Jane. Whatever you wrote, that's what's going. Yeah. And in fact, now I'm looking at it on Twitter and it says Eric J. Fisher. Uh, it's got the little retweet icon. Yeah, I don't like that. I like to yeah. be able to say me too, you know, yeah. or on the on the. Uh, so this is a, this is just for the main Twitter dot com page. Yes. Because I know that elsewhere, for example, in TweetDeck, which I love the way they do it, you hit retweet and they say retweet as is or adjust oh see that's which one you you want and i love that they do that yeah i would love to that's the thing i'd love to adjust and so i i probably will not be using the twitter matter of fact that's why i've never used the twitter functionality for retweet yet i have not even done i always highlight somebody's tweet type in rt colon and then the thing yeah and also yeah anyway yeah what I, i think there's a lot that can be done still with the the retweet so we'll well see, one we'll of the things as far as Tweety 2.1 goes is that with that new retweet functionality, what happens is is if I'm following somebody and somebody else retweets what they've said, then I see, they show up in my feed. 
Mm-hmm. So that it, it kind of introduces me via somebody I'm following, somebody else who also likes what they've said. If right. they use that that new retweet functionality, so yeah. it's kind of interesting. I've found a couple new interesting people that way. The other thing I notice is that it's not putting RT and then Eric Fisher. It's just doing the the actual icon. You know, I'd right. rather, I'd like to see the word RT uh, because I and I wonder. Matter of fact, look that up on uh, Tweety. What does it look like on Tweety? See, I'm gonna pull up my Tweety account now and see where I just did that retweet. Because I wonder if it's not on the website, if it doesn't have that icon. I wonder if, if there's any indication of whether or not that was a retweet. In Tweety, it does a little arrow from one user to the other and then shows a little, the little two-arrow roundabout little icon thingy okay. on Tweety, on, on the iPhone. On Tweety, too. Okay, so I'm, yes. I'm on the original Tweety, and I'll explain why in just a minute. Um, and then um, I'm pulling up my recent tweets. And it's loading them now. And uh, let's see here. Four live... You know what? My recent tweets, it's not even showing that on here. Did that? Did, my, did mine show up for you at all? Did I, just, I haven't seen it. Huh. Not yet. That's odd. So if you go to, to twitter.com slash gspn, it's showing there as my most recent thing. It says twenty eight minutes ago from Hootsuite, which is you, and it yes. says retweet, and then it says retweeted by you. But that is that is not that is not showing. I'm up. seeing it on your page now. Yeah, you're seeing it on my on my website page, my my right. profile, but yes. it's not showing up in a timeline anywhere. Not yet, no, dude. That's weird. Well. And this isn't an indication of anything because the the retweet functionality has been having some problems yesterday and today. Okay, well I've read so. Okay, well there we go. Something to check in on later, I guess. Yes. Um, so so yeah, the reason why I'm not using Tweety two for the iPhone yet is um, well, first of all, they took out ping.fm integration, which um, you know yesterday I took a day long trip to Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri. I flew out there. I uh, stayed for a couple hours and visited Mardell.com's uh, new store in Independence, Missouri, and then had lunch with uh, we. I had lunch with Daryl, and then flew back. And while I was out, I was using Tweety to uh, to send out my status updates. And right. because I'm still using the original Tweety, every time I put a post, it sent it to Ping.fm, which sent it to Facebook, LinkedIn, and all the other places. And Tweety too, even though that they make you purchase the new copy, which I can afford it, it's, right. it's not a big deal. I think Tweety, Tweety is an application well worth the cost that you pay for it. There's no question there. But they don't have ping.fm tr- integration anymore. Yeah, I was surprised about that too. Which So the question is, should I go ahead and upgrade to, um, to Tweety too? And the answer is no, because it, the most important feature to me of Tweety is is the ability to to post to multiple platforms. So, right. Eric, we're going to uh, move into a new iPhone. We're we're going to talk about a new product in just a second that is going to be um, awesome. And it's going to allow us to do multiple cross platform posting, and they also have an iPhone application coming out. So we're going yes. to talk about that. But before we do, we have one more story you want to tell us about Inbox Two. All right, Inbox 2, 
uh, is essentially going to be your main. It's going to compile all your inboxes from either your email or other social media like Twitter and Facebook and other options like that and put it all in one place so that it's one big inbox to hit zero with, basically. So it kind of it kind of looks a little bit like Gmail. Yes, it does. And they even put some of the functionality of Gmail, such as tags and labels and all that other stuff, in there. Um, are you planning on using this? Did you sign up? Did you look at it? I, I think I tr- signed up and I looked at it and I said, I don't know if I'll use this, but I said the same thing about Hootsuite and you'll see where that went in a minute. Right. So I don't know. It's something I'd keep my eye on, but I don't know that I have a need for it yet, but it could be a very good option for somebody else. So, so I would definitely say check it out. So what it does is it allows you to have an inbox that brings in all your social media, your your direct messages, your Facebook messages, your all this stuff, along with all your regular email, you have the ability. Well, I'll tell you what, just go there. I think they have a video, right? Yeah, inbox zero or sorry, inbox two dot com. Inbox zero dot com. That would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, so go to inbox two dot com and check out the video. I mean, it it, it explains it all. And if you want us to, send us some voicemail messages about what you think and if you want us to continue to explore it. But for now, it's something on the back burner as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's for me as well because I am an avid Gmail user. In fact, you know, people ask me all the time, you know, what mail program do you use for your computer? I was like, I don't use any. I get on the web and I use the Gmail interface. I love the Gmail interface. I've got filters there like crazy. I've got uh, labels. I mean, I've got an organizational system that I've been working on for, to be honest with you, ever since Gmail came out. And it is honed, it is efficient, and it is awesome. And I cannot imagine going to anything else for my email. You know, email. email, I agree. Email is number one top priority when I interact with people. So. Well, and see, for you, I could see that, that Inbox 2 would be something that would almost be a negative because you want to keep your email as primary and your social stuff as your second, less primary inbox. Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, I just got an email uh, or um, a message, a direct message from a client uh, recently, and I'm going to see if I... Do I have it to where I can see my... Outbox, uh, yes, I do. Let's see if I. Yeah, do, 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 do. I don't see that message. But anyway, I, I just sent a message today that says, you know, hey, I see that they sent me an e- email asking if I had tracking information on a certain um, order that they placed, and I sent them an email instead of um, instead of uh, replying via direct message because, well, 140 characters wasn't going to answer the question. And uh, so basically, I went ahead and answered via email. He responded via email. So then I went into the direct message and said, hey, I see that you got my email. Feel free to contact me any way that's most convenient for you. Just so you know, email is top priority and gets quickest response. Yeah. So that, that's how I handle that. And, and, and what I do is I, 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 you know, everybody I think knows by now that I schedule the times that I go in and interact with email uh, and then, you know, about maybe once a day or twice a day, it, de- it depends. I, I might go in and check out Twitter and Facebook and, and make sure I hit all those replies and direct messages and stuff like that. Um, Facebook, sometimes I only check the Facebook emails once a week. So 
Anyway, let's now talk about uh, what everybody's been waiting for, this this hot new program that you <laughs> and I are so hot, uh, so excited about. It is called Hoot Suite. That's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com. Tell us a little bit about it. All right. Well, let me let me start by saying this. You and I are both new to this, but it has been around for a while. I've seen it out there, but I glanced at it and thought, uh, "There's just it's it's not going to do enough for me." And that all that has changed within the past few weeks because of all the other integration. It can do Facebook, it can do Twitter, it can do LinkedIn, and it can do ping f ping dot fm. The the fact that it can do ping.fm blows my mind. Yes. Because because then I sure I can hit I, you know and what I what I would do is I would set up you know Facebook and LinkedIn and and my Twitter accounts inside Hootsuite. And what I need to do is I need to go to ping.fm and say listen, I need you to turn off um I need you to turn off what am I thinking here? Uh, the Twitter, and I, the, the Twitter, Facebook, the and ones LinkedIn. that you can select from Hootsuite itself, right? And what I need you to do is, I need you to continue to set it out to all those other, you know, social networking sites that I have right. set up. The only problem I have right now is that if I tw- if I do that and I tweet with Tweety, which I do quite often on my iPhone, well, then the problem is is that you know all of a sudden uh, Facebook and LinkedIn won't get my updates anymore, right? But but Twitter and all the other networks will. And so the question But hopefully there is a fix for that coming very very soon in the form of the Hootsuite iPhone app. That is correct. That and is when correct. that happens, I think I will be using Hootsuite almost prime almost without thought to any other Twitter platform. Well, I I will I will say the 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 jury's still out on that one for me because I have not seen anything well, as yeah. far as the interface of Hootsuite for the iPhone. Hootsuite on the web we're going to talk a little bit more about in just a second, but not knowing I've seen applications that look great on a desktop such as TweetDeck, I will not use TweetDeck on my iPhone. It is it is not the same experience. It's not. It, it. I mean, it's decent and it's unique for a couple different things, but it's not the same experience, and it it just doesn't. And it's good for you if you're cheap and you want the best free iPhone client. Yeah, uh, Twitter client that is. Yeah. So so yeah, you know the jury's still out, but I'm hoping that they they really uh, crush it, if you will. Yes. <laughs> with uh, hashtag crush it. Exactly. I hope that they crush it with uh, the iPhone app because if they do a great job with that iPhone app and they give me the functionality to look at my list and they give me the functionality to post to all these things, including ping.fm, uh, I will tell you that, uh, you know, what do they call that at the bottom? Is that the dock on your iPhone where it stays the same at the bottom throughout the air? You'll the put point? it down. The, yeah, I would do that too. It's, or is that the springboard? Um. I can't. Remember. I don't know. I don't know what they call it. But anyway, you know the main four icons at the bottom yeah. of your iPhone. I will if 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 um right now Tweety is at the bottom right hand corner because that's how often I use it. But if Hootsuite does a great job with their iPhone app, that thing Tweety's getting moved off that list, and it's and then Hootsuite's taking its place. So I hope they yeah. got a good icon. <laughs> It'll be an owl. I know. So let's talk about what Hootsuite does. I mean, first of all, um, anybody out there, if you've ever used 
Tweet Deck, which was the first, I think, the first Twitter desktop client that allowed you to do columns and separate things out and and stuff like that, which is a really neat way to do things. And they've really been on the forefront of the development of of uh, multiple layouts uh, that you can view. Um, and then all of a sudden there was Seismic Desktop, which is you know doing a really great job. Great competition for TweetDeck, and yeah, and it, and it, and between the two of them, there's a lot of innovation happening all the time. And then of course there's Tweety for the Mac, which does similar kind of things. So so you have all these desktop applications that are running. Most of them are well, except for Tweety. Tweety for the Mac is actually a, a Mac application, which is really cool. Uh, most of the other ones uh, are Adobe Air applications, which means that you can run it either on a Mac or a PC, and it's the same experience both ways, which is really cool. I like that. But here's the deal. You know, I am not a single pr- computer kind of guy. Uh, and so if I set up my Tweety, or not, let's, let's just say I set up TweetDeck and I get it functioning just the way I want it, what happens if I go to a client's house? You know, and I didn't bring my laptop with me and I don't have my iPhone. And as much as they say the iPhone completely syncs and gives you the same experience as the web or as the desktop client. I'm sorry. It's just not. I tried it. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It Uh, tries. It almost gets there, but it doesn't. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, But the thing is, is, wouldn't it be great if there was, let's just say, TweetDeck for the web? And so it was a web application. Uh, much in the same way that Gmail is your email, is your web application for email, uh, same as Google Docs are your web application for uh, word processing, and uh, Google Spreadsheets is your web application for spreadsheets. What are some other web applications we use every day? Um, let's see, uh, Google Reader. Yeah, Google Reader is your web application, and so and and when I say web application, that means that I can go to an internet cafe anywhere in the world. As long as they have an internet connection and go to a website, type in my username and password, and I have the same ex- user experience, complete 100% same user experience in that internet cafe in Barbados that I have here in my studio at home. Wouldn't it be awesome to have TweetDeck exist completely inside a web browser so that if you were in your computer in your studio and then you went upstairs and you wanted to check something real quick, you could log into TweetDeck via the web and have the same exact screen, everything pulled up. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, my friends... That would be awesome. How can I have that? That is Hootsuite.com. It is a full-blown, 100% fully functional Twitter client that has more functionality than any other service out there. And by the way, they're not sponsoring this program. No, uh, but, uh, but they should. They should. <laughs> but it is amazing in that it has all of it, and it exists as a web application. Yeah. It, to be honest, until they added in the functionality for Facebook and LinkedIn, I just thought, okay, I didn't really want to waste my time on it. But when I tried, started playing around with that, I found some of the extra benefits of even just using it alone as a Twitter client only. Yeah, yeah. With the different tabs for the accounts. You could have multiple people set up in here. For example, you could have your, you could have your wife set up she as is. an entirely separate tab and all of her perfected columns of what she wants or doesn't want and then 
with the click of a tab, it's somebody else and so on and so on. You got, and they just added, I don't know if you know this, but they added uh, the functionality for f- not just Facebook profiles, Facebook pages. Yeah, and you can have multiple Facebook pages. Yes. Dude. So this truly is a, a great idea, especially for somebody in my position of doing social media at a big company. Yep. Because you can have multiple users with multiple different accounts for multiple social media platforms, and you can click between them in the click of a button, and oh my gosh, it's just amazing. And Seriously. not only that, but I could add Eric as a user and give him only access to certain accounts that I have synced to my, to my account. Like, right. for example, I can say Eric can, if we had, we don't have one for social media, but let's just say we had a fan page for social media serenity and we had a, um, a Twitter account for social media serenity. Well, I could actually incorporate those. I could bring those and sync those with my account and bring Eric Fisher as a user and share access to those, but not give him access to all my personal branded stuff. It's it's yeah. amazing. That, to be honest with you, I don't see any use for that myself, but it's very cool that you can do it. Now, this isn't even mentioning the fact that it can do all the different statistics. Oh yeah, well, yeah, inside so, of itself. So statistics is something that um, let's since you're there, let's go ahead and talk about that. So they have the, the they have a sh- you know a URL shortening uh, button, and and so basically what happens there is that you can type in a you could be typing in a. Uh, tweet update and you want to put a url in and and then you can just type it into this little bar and it'll say shrink it and then it shrinks it down to a, i think it's an alley is that what it is yeah ow.ly yeah and so it does a very short url but if you use their surface to shorten it it will actually it will track the statistics for you the only thing i will say eric is that it is not accurate at all no, it says that it, it there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah, but it, it's not. No, it, it's not even. It's not even close, though. Uh, I'm looking at the last seven days, and for example, um, I am going to find one right here. I know for a fact. Here we go. Here's a tweet that I did uh, in the last. Actually, let me change this to the last thirty days because I, I, I don't think that I've had this for more than seven days, but. Uh, a lot of people are very thankful. Uh, what happened to it? Okay, here we here it is. Here here's one of the links that I did. This is the Twitter message. A lot of people are getting Google Wave invites. Do you still need one? There are plenty to be had if you post here. And I used the shrinked URL that they provided. Do you know how many clicks that they've calculated and tabulated and, and are reporting to me? 49 40 they're saying that 49 people in the last 30 days have clicked that link do you know that two hours after i posted or no it was an hour and a half after i posted that link in twitter i went to my forum and my forum said that within the last 90 minutes 290 people have been viewing this topic Wow. And not only that, but I I compare these statistics to my pretty link, which I think we've talked about pretty links before here, haven't we? Yes. Which is URL shortening. So if I if I if I compare that 
Uh, by the way, 49 in the last 30 days, I've done uh, pro- I've used the hourly shortening uh, statistics bar here. I've been I've used it for the last. Well, I guess the last four or five, six days or something like that. I, well, actually, more than seven days. I've used it for probably about 15 times. The, the 49 is the most number of clicks. The average is about 18 clicks. And um, uh, there's a couple other ones that are reporting six or seven clicks. And here's the problem. Um, the, the, the problem is that, um, you know, when I compare that to pretty links, pretty links, I usually generate about 150 to as much as 500 clicks on a link such as, you know, click here for Google wave. So I know, I know what my stats are and, and Ali is not getting them. Yeah. So, so, so that's one of the drawbacks that it has right now, but they're headed in the right direction for even offering that, to be honest. Yeah. It, but what it's taught me, though, is that it's great that they have a, U, a URL sh- shrinking tool. And if, if I really don't care to, to brand my own stuff, because, you know, personally, I like to go to Pretty Link and say, you know, gspn.tv slash crush it, you know, right. which is what everybody should click on to go get that book today, by the way. Uh, Eric and I are going to talk about Crush It in an upcoming episode. He and I are going to talk about it, uh, which is a book by Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, anyway, so I'm not going to use the Shrink It tool um, if, unless it's just something I just want to put out really, really fast. Yeah. All right. So Let's see. What else have we not touched on? Well, there's a lot. Um, yes. So here's the deal. I have um, three, no, four Twitter accounts set up one Facebook account and one LinkedIn account so far. And here's the one thing that I really love about this is that it never has a default. So if I type in a status update and hit send now, it says, oh, t- dude, pick, a, you know, wh- what, yeah. what account do you want to send this to? I like that. It, it, it drove me crazy at first, but I like that it doesn't assume it based upon what I did the last time. Keeps you from making a mistake. It does. It does. So, so what's really great is I go in and it's like, okay, here's the update. And now wh- where do you want to send this out to? And so I can click on, the, on my, you know, the Facebook, LinkedIn, and my personal Twitter account, and boom, it's out there. Now, if, if, this, if this update happens to be that, hey, I'm doing a live loss podcast, I might send that to my regular GSPN, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. But then I can also bring in my twitter.com slash lost podcast. And, um, and it's really cool. And then I have, um, some, we'll talk about searches in just a minute, but Stephanie and I, when we do family from the heart, I can say, Hey, we're, we're family from the heart is going live right now. Please come join us as we talk about such and such. Here's the link. And I can actually choose Stephanie's Twitter, my Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And not only that, but I could actually choose, you know, a bunch of other things like overping.fm once and you I can, send it up. And you could add in the uh, the GSPN Facebook page. Yes. And it would go there as well. Exactly. So so there's, there's the multiple Twitter uh, accounts, the multiple posting. That is certainly something that's awesome. The other thing that they have, they, ha- they do have an ability to upload a picture. I have not done that yet. Have you? No, I haven't. I'm. I, I is that is it TwitPic? Do you think? I wonder. Let's see, I'm gonna check it out real quick. And then they have it's, they have a file upload. I, I've never seen a file upload. I wonder. No, why. I have not. That interesting to to see here. Let's see. So I, I it looks so they they seem to have a file upload as well. 
Um, while you're looking that up and while you're checking the uh, send image, I want to uh, address Vicky. She says, you know, what about scheduling? Uh, you know, is there any services that schedule later? And uh, you can actually click a little button that says send later and uh, you get an option and you get to choose the date and time which is uh, when your tweet goes out. And you can actually put a little thing that says alert me by email when it's sent. So if I want to send out a uh, Twitter message or let's just say I want to send out a post to Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, but I want it to go out on December 25th, you know, at at 6 a.m. saying Merry Christmas to everybody. Then and you I don't can, want to be up then. Exactly. Well, you know. So I, I, can, I can schedule that and, and send it later. So I, I really like that. Well, the, the image is Owly itself. It can do images. Oh, okay, cool. So okay. that worked. Very neat. Kind of like then, the way it's clean. and It looks nicer and more professional, honestly, than TwitPick does. Yeah. So... And Vicky says that she wants it to have the functionality where it can send out the same tweet every week. And, um, you know, th- that's a personal preference. So You can uh, set that up. I mean, it's not going to be discriminant about how many you can do, I think. You just, you'll have to keep setting them up over and over. But that's what she means. She would like to yeah. say, you know, send later and do this weekly. And yeah. uh, personally, I'm glad. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a... Some huge- people have issue with scheduling too many tweets because it's partially, the whole point is to kind of, well... And I do. There's a debate about that, but yeah. I I like being able to schedule a tweet. I liked being able to schedule the one that I sent out at ten o'clock before we started, right? And not have to in the prep for the show do that too. You know, yeah. no, and, and and I I totally get it. I mean, I can I can see some functionality. Uh, she's saying, you know, I have a I have a, a purpose for it. You know, restaurant specials. You know, it, it, and I could see that. It's like, hey, t- you know, it's Wednesday. Don't forget that you can get a you know two pizzas for ten dollars. You know, I could see wanting to schedule that to to tweet out every single, you know, Wednesday morning at, you know, at 10 a.m. or something like that. That yeah. that makes perfect sense. So well, anyway, there's more that yeah, we're not oh, talking oh, about. There, there's, there's still a lot more. <laughs> uh, there are obvious. Well, the, the biggest thing, the one that really got me uh, is Twitter list functionality. True. Yeah. So there are the columns. And I just want to tell you what I am looking at as my main uh, Hootsuite um, setup. So right now, the very first column that I have on the left-hand side is direct messages inbox. And, um, and then, of course, right next to that are mentions. So anybody that does at GSPN, I've got those because inbox comes first, at replies come next. And then right over next to that, over to the right of that is a column that says uh, is a private list called GSPN clients. And so I can see what's going on with my clients and I can interact with them. And then right next to that are GSPN plus members because these are the people who are uh, the most committed and devoted to our community and who are financially supporting the endeavors of GSPN. And I want to make sure that I'm keeping up with them. Right next to that is a thing that I call GSPN Home Team. And this is the members of my small group Bible study. I want to make sure that I never miss a message from my wife or my, my friend Jeremy or Trisha or you know Daniel Lewis or Jeremy um, Laughlin. These are, these are people who come to my, my Bible study group on a weekly basis. So I definitely want to keep up with what's going on with them. And then over to the right of that is a private list called GSPN VIPs. Um, and the, and these are people, um, uh, these are people like yourself, Eric. Uh, I have all of my co-hosts on here 
And then I have um, certain people that I interact with who are not plus members or who are not a client, but yet I still want to keep up to date with them. You know, I, I really want to know what's going on with them. And then the column to the right of that, which is the last column in this on this tab, is direct messages outbox because sometimes I like to be able to find out, you know, did that direct message that I just sent, did it post? And I can go over and just make sure and confirm that it did. So that's that's what I'm using. Um, what yeah. how how do you how are you using your columns? Right now, I've got it set up for essentially. I've got it set up mostly to just tweet out to everywhere or select places depending upon what I pick. Um, I've got it very much set up as I had my tweet deck where I've got my home feed, where I've got everything I'm following. I've got my mentions, my direct messages. Um, let's see what else here. To be honest. I just got it set up about two days ago because I was having an issue with my my password not getting mailed to me. For some reason, I couldn't get in. But I got in, and and now I'm, I'm using it. But uh, I've set up all the accounts, and in my different tabs here, I've got um, – primarily, I'm using it as a sending tool for now. You- but I'm interested in looking to see how I can monitor across the board – certain things you you want to know what's missing in my hootsuite and i don't i don't foresee in the future a need for me to go in and add it at all is i don't have my home feed i don't have that i don't have a feed that shows me everybody in a in a timeline everybody that i'm following right i i i I have no desire to put that in here now what i do is occasionally um through you know Tweety or through now I do still occasionally will go to um, just Twitter dot com which is my home feed and it's like oh there's somebody that should be on a list but you know if you're not on a list then you know I'm not going to you know I'm not following I'm not that interested in following every single thing you have to say you know I might if I happen to catch you when I'm logged into the home page cool. And if it's like somebody that I think, oh, I should that person should definitely be on a list, then then I'll move it over. Which, by the way, I see somebody on a list right now, seeing somebody on the homepage right now. So I'm going to click on their name, and I just realized. And by the way, I'll just say it: Sims Two, Rachel, uh, you are going on my VIP list because I did not realize that you weren't there. And uh, so anyway, very cool. Let's see what else can it do. Um, searches. I just tested out the document thing. Oh, what's that do? And let's see. It gives you. It takes you to a link. It's another hourly thing. So obviously they're using their own servers at some point here for this. And it bring. If you click the link where the document is, I just sent the tweet out um, with a sample word document in it that just says, "If you're reading this, then I, you're able to use the document." I'm hitting download, and it downloads it. Okay. So I. I'd be interested to see what type of documents this will allow through and, and what it won't. All right, so and, testing the cap. document sending. And so I'm clicking on this. It says, if you are, let's see, if you're reading this dot doc. Oh, I, dude, that is awesome. See? Awesome. Oh. So you can send out like a PDF in that way. Very a PDF cool. document would be awesome. Dude, that is awesome. Now, that's something oh. that, um, what was that goofy thing that... Um, uh, the folks over at Dig tried to start and that they, they shut it down. Uh, what was that called? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I can't even remember the uh, name. I can't think of it. Anyway, it, that, they had that, that functionality. 
Yeah, this it, I could see. I mean, it, this is perfect, to be yeah, honest. Using is, both the, the pictures and the documents sharing for me is working. I, so. like, I like that. So, and then um, the other thing is, is you can do, of course, Twitter searches and save those as columns. And I have an entire tab of Twitter searches. So I have a search for podcast equipment. I've got a search for the phrase, how to podcast. I have a search for the phrase, podcast consultant. I have a search for the phrase, JK Audio. The phrase for Heil PR. And of course, if they talk about PR40, PR20, any of them, it'll show it. And I even did a search for the hashtag crush it. And of course, everybody, if you don't have it already, a search for the hashtag pound P-A-B-L. Very, very important tag to have. In fact, I'm, I'm going to move that over to my Twitter streams, my main Twitter streams, and, and push it on there. So anyway, that is, that is Hootsuite. If you haven't signed up for it yet, go get it. Best thing is, it is only $99.99 for a lifetime membership. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. It is free, my friends. I think, I think we forgot to mention that this does do the threaded conversations exactly oh, how yeah. you like it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, well, it does it in the best way that it can. As long It does it like Gmail. So you, you know what? If I hit, It's not like Facebook, but it's like Gmail. If I want to reply to you, Eric, I do not hit the reply button. I will actually go in and manually type at Eric J. Fisher. And the reason why is because if if I follow you, if I if I have followers who who follow me but don't follow you, they don't get it. That's true. So if I manually type in at Eric J. Fisher, th- then all of my followers get to see that I'm talking to you. Does that make sense? Yes. So I I personally I don't hit the re- the reply button because it it hampers my ability to to introduce you to a world of people that I know that don't yet know you. And that's not cool. I want them to know you. I want them to see the conversation I'm having with you. Share the love. Share the love, my friends. That's social media serenity for this week. Uh, By the way, this is a free episode this week. And, uh, you know, if you like what you hear here and you're not a Plus member, please consider becoming one. Head over to gspn.tv slash plus. There are testimonials of, you know, several people, both audio and written, of people why they are Plus members. If you're a Plus member and you want to tell the world why, you can uh, provide that. I'll add it to the site. And I'm actually going to hit this music one more time because I'm talking a lot. But uh, anyway, we just want to say thank you. And uh, if you're a Plus member, you get access to every single episode of this. By the way, for the past three weeks before this, only Plus members were getting those episodes. And so if you become a Plus member, you immediately get the entire back catalog of this podcast, but also 23 other for a total of 1,800 or more episodes, almost 1,900. So become a Plus member, gspn.tv slash plus. Talk to you later. Join the community. Bye.